0: I see dead people. Awesome. Here's Johnny. Stop. We have such
1: sights to show you. Bring
0: the motherfucking ruckus. Fuck you too.
1: I want to start the episode by saying, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't just kid dude me dude, dude, dude. It's, it's
1: been it's been too long and uh, as sweet. you said it's been a wild a wild uh hiatus
0: yeah it's been a minute what you what have you been up to my dude oh my god how do you even answer that after covid uh, i got my job back i'm a, I'm a person now that's about it
1: uh, you doing much, you doing much <laughs> content on, on the Glitch Blob ways?
0: Honestly, I actually just, I've actually been, uh, fucking with the video as of recent, because I felt bad that I just kind of, like, left it as is. Um, what,
1: what you working but,
0: on? Um, just, I don't know, just, like, some stupid, like, uh, more of an explanation that I'm, really learned, premiered to do animation and stuff like that. Oh, that's dope. So, but yeah. Um, but now that I know the, the ways but now I'm just like I really like doing game content so like why the fuck not? Just like <laughs> I I was laughing my ass off when I was editing so I mean <laughs> I'm already That's
1: usually a good sign.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. But yeah, re- yeah, that's really yeah. not crazy just Denver life. It's a little bit crazy out here, but Oh, it's been it's ever. been
1: crazy on both the coasts then it seems. Um th- the the most recent thing uh, that came out for us is uh I started putting out um, episodes of our most recent playthrough. I was going through um, Dead Space with uh, all all three, all three Dead Spaces uh, with Mr. Skelly Bones. And we are uh, we are well on the way to seeing that adventure uh, conclude before Halloween. So I hope everyone is enjoying that. Um, That that was recorded this last summer. So when we when we weren't <laughs> actively doing anything for the show, when the podcast was on hiatus, this is what I was doing. I was recording the Dead Space series. I, I, I'm still fighting through three right now with Mr. Skelly Bones. We're about halfway through, I'd say, uh, at the time of this recording. Um, but one and two are all done, and I'm putting out one for Halloween this year. Um,
0: uh can I just say uh, slow clap for Dead Space in general? Fantastic Slow space. clap for Dead Fantastic Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm gonna say golf clap for Dead Space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Little little uh little Gryffindor clap. Um but yeah, I honestly I saw the Um, God, I always I'm gonna butcher the name I always forget it The, whatever The two of us The, A Way Out
1: A Way Out, yeah
0: Yeah, yeah Fantastic game though Very, very (laughs) fun Just just a lot of stupid Random shit Yeah, yeah Very fun It was like I'm naked for the third time In the game
1: But it's fine I I very thoroughly enjoyed playing through that with Deputy Dewey. It's something, it's something we talk about. Um, I I'm still in D and D with him, so I get to see him every week. But it's still something we fondly, we fondly talk about because it was just it was an experience. You know that game an experience.
0: Honestly, I would I would love to see you, and like a few people do, uh, all of the the dark, uh, stories anthology, whatever, like the Little Hope and... Oh, like,
1: and yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, I honestly,
0: like, just, uh, streamed on Discord <laughs> to my girl and, uh, a few homies, and we were just, like, shouting out, fucking, like, No, choose this! No, fuck you! <laughs> don't do that, man! Uh, I, it was pretty fun, to be honest. I am definitely going
1: to do those at some point, um, yeah. because I That's own, um... What was the first one? Until Dawn?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I own I, that it's one. It's technically not part of, like, the weird... Whatever this new weird series is. The, but yeah, the like Dark the Pictures, yeah. Company, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, and I haven't played the other two because when I watched the playthroughs, I thought they were retarded. I actually think <laughs> they, Until I, Dawn is competent, whereas the other two are not.
0: I I feel like the... In comparison, I didn't really care for Man of a I, I It's more of, like, a... Fun like B-rated horror movie night. Yeah, because as soon as you start and you're like, or, how is this and like this weird like uh, right. fucking <laughs> like Creed. terrible paranormal intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, like Creed starts just, to play, and he's like, and they down expect this you to be scared. And yeah, it's just, it's super corny. You see, like, I literally lost my fucking shit when I saw this, like, it was, like, they were trying to do, like, a La La thing. I was like, no, stop doing it. Her head's, like, shaking back and forth, but it's just, like, clearly, like, it's just an overlay. i walking yeah. down the hallway. I was like, no, stop yep. it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's fun and terrible. Like, honestly, the screenshots that I've seen from Little Hope of, uh... I can't remember <laughs> that, that, that dude actor, but he was in, uh, uh, Bandersnatch.
1: Yes, um the, uh Will Poulter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big um, fan like, of Will Poulter, just so many, and, like, and that's so why many I think Little Hope
1: sucks ass. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's but exactly the same. It's like the fun, terrible. <laughs> it's what a plan. But I feel like if I was on the other side watching it, like as my homies, I'd be like, "What the fuck am I? What the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck are you playing, dude?"
1: I know we're going to play that at some point. I keep going back and forth on who I want to play those games with cuz part of me thinks I should do Until Dawn with someone like Dr. Ankenstein cuz I okay. just cuz yeah. I just think he would absolutely lose himself in those narrative decisions. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. and then part of me wants to do something terrible like Man of Badan with like Harold Heavy Hands. Just to watch him just to watch him <laughs> just crumble.
0: Him. Yeah.
1: Just to watch him crumble during the experience. Whereas I think someone like like Terry would probably be best for Little Hope, because Little Hope is just a miserable experience.
0: Yeah, it very much is. Really there's not really a, a an upbringing. There's all just nonsense.
1: Right. And um and uh, a lot of it is just really bad Silent Hill bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you for that.
1: Um yeah, I, I no, no, like no, no no no. Man a of Dan is Ghost Ship <laughs> and Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. And exactly. Little Hope wow. and Little Hope is Silent Hill. Um, I wanna which is I why it's garbage. The same
0: exact words, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like even like back in the, uh, I would say back in the day when I was in high school, I was like, oh, Centralia, PA. Right. And I was like over on the east. You know, what I'm saying I was living in New York at the time, and I was like physically went. And there was like some fucking random guy selling like coal and shit. But that's like the you know the original silent hills site. right i'm like so obsessed with silent Hill. so like when i was seeing this fucking game i'm just like oh so you're tom welling in the mist what, is this? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening
1: that's a good one.
0: Oh fuck yeah just, so just not a set of it so i know those
1: are on the list and i'm i'm also doing the um the telltale walking dead those are I, those are happening
0: Oh, so you, you definitely said a slow burn And I definitely agree with you It's definitely a fun game But like, mm, damn, there's a lot of just nonsense
1: You're you're so gonna filler. make some pretty Inconsequential decisions there, bud <laughs> That's that's the experience Is that yeah, yeah. The, narrative, the narrative There is no happiness it,
0: it, Do you want to kill them or kill them? It makes you them? think
1: that there's choice involved But there really isn't <laughs> It tells the same okay. story regardless of your decision. It's just someone's dead the other times, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. There's you 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 learn the transient life of of what it feels <laughs> like to exist in a um, what 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 the the guy who made Walking Dead I forget his name uh, Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you get to experience what it's like in in Kirkman's graphic novel. Uh, A little bit because it is it is leagues 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 above the TV show, um, but incredibly accurate to the graphic novel experience. Okay, Um, I I
0: honestly I'm not gonna lie I've actually never played the I've read I started reading the graphic novel and I kind of fell off like, but I've (laughs) never actually read. I I watched the Whisper War.
1: I read up to the Whisper War and when I was done and they started to introduce more bad guys I was like no like the whisper war was like we cleared out like a state like no one's gonna fuck with us anymore we become a solidified front that's the end of the story there there mm-hmm. doesn't need to be anything more to 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 what walking dead the what idea has
0: to have everything the what idea is that
1: you've been you're 10 years into the apocalypse and you're telling me corpses are still a problem <laughs> Seriously, uh, you're 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 yeah. on season like 13 right now, aren't you? Like like it needs to <laughs> it needs to end because the apoc- a zombie apocalypse would not last that long. They would eat everyone like within a year. Anyone who wasn't eaten just you know, pilfers off and then slowly the dead just like disappear overnight because they stop having sources of food. And yeah, yeah. You, and they yeah, just literally continue so to decay as they move, which which just promotes that they're going to fall apart.
0: So, I do have to say, on the zombie genre in general, on the topic of, I'm not a huge fan of, but there's, like, certain things like Train of Busan, or, like... Shaun of the Dead. Later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's a that's just... I don't even I don't even know if I even consider that a zombie movie, It's just <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, I, I know that like so people would like scream at me for this, but like uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's hard to do like a zombie like correctly, and if it's practical effects, like is it good practical effects or is it like?
1: Well, what type of zombie fan are you? Because you just mentioned what I would consider, like rage based zombies.
0: See, I feel like that's that's like what you got to go for though.
1: I I prefer the the phase. slow slamber the the slow kind of uh shambling corpses that just come up out of the ground like
0: I well, cause, cause there's also so many like sources from that too. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it a virus? Is it, is this like some that's true. shit? You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's true. Cause, cause I feel like it's just uh, such a different, uh, uh thing in, in like 28 days
1: later and train be. to Busan. It It's absolutely like a virus mm-hmm. in, in walking dead. It's just affecting the dead. If mm-hmm. you get bit, you don't immediately turn. You, you slowly die. And when you're dead, you turn. Um,
0: well like even God forbid I bring this up, but like Last of Us, like I really enjoyed like the fun guy stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because right. like, that was just, you know, more more of a realistic aspect of it. But, totally. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just something that unfortunately has just been done so many millions and billions of times. It's just terribly like, true. Obvious, I I like, am very excited <laughs> for that
1: T V show adaptation. Very happy that um very Chouple happy with the cast. Uh, very HBO. They they casted and they green lit Last of Us.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Honestly, I, I secretly just keep thinking that things are lies because like the Cowboy Bebop, like live action, and I'm scared of it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I'm I I have secret hope for Cowboy Bebop.
0: I mean, I'm not saying that I don't have my fingers crossed.
1: It's it's my favorite anime, and part of me thinks that yeah. because it's not super super serious that. It could actually be pretty good.
0: Honestly, I'm just hoping. Like, like, S-
1: like Sweet Home was okay. I don't know if you if you watched that. And and Alice in Borderland was was an okay adaptation too. Uh, like,
0: uh, I have not seen that, but it looks really good, actually.
1: Both of them were were pretty good compared to their source material. So like. I can believe that they're getting better at doing that.
0: I'm just scared from, yeah, I was just yeah, better, thank you. I was like, I just, I'm just scared from when I was like, oh yeah, I'll totally watch these. And I started with Death Note, I was like, why am I alive? Death
1: Note's really bad, yeah, Death <laughs> yeah. Note was really bad. It's just, I,
0: it just, it's, I just like, you know, every time I'm still gonna have like Dragon Ball Evolutions. Oh like, no. You know. It's, it's just, Oh it's just no, like a we built don't. We
1: don't talk about that. It's a, it's a
0: built-in trauma.
1: And then you go and you watch something like Shang Chi or Kung Fu Hustle, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Dragon Ball is absolutely possible. You just need someone who who is a fan yeah, of the show right. to fucking do it. You can't have someone who's <laughs> never seen the source material try to adapt it. You just can't.
0: I mean, I'll say I was just like, uh, my girl has this film class. We've been, she's been like watching like fucking like enter the dragon and shit i would be like yo totally fucking, yo, that's what i'm saying that's a fucking uh, mm, uh, we could do this right here right now
1: <laughs> oh that's great yeah man we've we've been we've been getting into a lot of shit i i know that my list is like ever growing and i know that it's ever expanding um it i just have to like that's what i'm doing during my hiatuses like i'm gonna take more breaks moving forward because i want to play more games i want to build more content on the youtube um that means that the podcast needs to kind of like back off in in some some more months during the year um i'm gonna i'm still gonna do as much as i can i just think i'm cutting the seasons uh in half for the time being um what you saying, in, in exchange editing
0: takes a long time <laughs>
1: In ex right no that's really it. In exchange, <laughs> you get the Dead Space trilogy within a year. You know, like <laughs> that's like twenty uh, some episodes. You know, and and that I feel like that's an accomplishment.
0: So and that's kind of why I took a little break because I that's the, I I literally don't have the time anymore. <laughs> oh, pod
1: podcast editing is is uh, is is a very. um passive nature editing a video game is is Aggressive. not yeah. not at all um, i'm very lazy with dead space if i if yeah. i'm not Excuse entirely like on board with what i'm watching i might jump ahead a little bit but you're not gonna notice it um <laughs> See, i I'm, I'm so i pretty much I'm do like, as classic downtown, like, nah. yeah I pretty much do as classic of a Let's Play as I could have, which is, like, edit nothing except for, like, the things that suck and the things that take forever. Like, you know, keep the narrative moving. And it's pretty much just us talking as Dead Space plays out. Like, (laughs) we we have very active commentary, but we also just talk about anything, like the podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you like the podcast... (laughs) Go check Very us out un-testing. playing Dead Space on YouTube. Um, you know, subscribe to us over there. Like our shit. Keep it rolling. Um, because I have so much more to come out. And if you don't like it, I'm going to kill myself. So Aggressive. <laughs> I only have one volume and it's 11.
0: Just give so, me a like and I'll be happy.
1: Um no, no, no like
0: button.
1: like <laughs> i i just play things because i want to see them played and i feel like it's entertaining uh for me um if people uh like watching it that's that's cool um if they don't i don't really care um that's kind of the point is i'm doing it largely for myself um and i i just hope that there are other people that enjoy our commentary and would want to see a game like that played and that's where you and I connect. We meet in the middle of that street and we hold hands for a little bit.
0: <laughs> that's where we hang out. <laughs>
1: um anyway, um enough enough about my shit. Um do you know what we're doing today?
0: A little spicy things. <laughs> little
1: well, Reapers. well
0: wait, no hot, not not hot. It's
1: spicy. not it's not hot. But it is spicy.
0: <laughs> do you <I'm> scared?
1: <laughs> do you know do you know about do you know anything about the prior like five episodes of this of this Honestly, like, series?
0: So, so I even like dink ding, beep boop up, went to the mainframe. Google, you know, typed it typed in not hop a spicy, but I actually haven't even been able to look but like your videos and like podcasts are like right up there for that. Not hot, but spicy. If you Google it, just saying, um, but no, I haven't actually had time to like revisit those. It's been quite some time since I've even experienced them the first time.
1: So the breakdown is thus, there was a forum in the old pre like MySpace pre Zanga days where people would just log into a forum and tell spooky or funny stories and I cataloged probably half of them the shorter ones the <laughs> wittier ones um, the, the longer ones were just like they would take a couple episodes to tell and i just didn't sure. want to do that with this type of medium because like what if the story just sucks like you know it's it's yeah. it's not creepy it's not no sleep it's not someone who sat down and said i'm going to write something today like, it's a dude a telling a fucking, a nice fucking story online in 2004 you can read 19 fucking <laughs> pages and it'll and it'll like lead up to a fart joke like that's the <laughs> internet that's the early internet yeah. forum days so Not Hot But Spicy is just a no-holds-barred early snapshot of pre-Facebook like forum days, and this is specifically a forum where people would log in certain users um, who knew about this would log in and try to tell fun, frightening, scary uh, humorous, what have you, stories, and I've read these with um a bunch of baby ducks. I've read these with Tom Bongbadil. I've read these with my brothers Spum and Cum. I'm very excited to have Glitch Blob here to to join us for a not hot but spicy episode. Because because we have no fucking clue what's going to happen. <laughs> that is that is the appeal yeah, of yeah. not hot but spicy. If this I were to sit RNG. down if I were to sit down and say, Glitch, we're gonna do unsettling stories right now. All of us have a preconceived notion. It's going to be body horror. It's going to be gross out horror. It's going to be like watching Toxic Avenger.
0: Yo, yo.
1: <laughs> if I were to say we're, we're reading creepypastas, it would be fun. It would be thrilling. It would be maybe horror, maybe a little bit silly, but it'll be like watching a schlocky beef flick, you know, yeah. like like fucking malignant or something if i were to say we're reading no sleep you know it's like your thrillers it's like your slow burns it's like your art house horrors yeah, it's like, like double it's double like double your, your your mandys it's like your fucking like hereditary you know like that yeah, type yeah. that type of shit sometimes it's like great sometimes terror. it's not but yeah. but that's that's basically the slices of the pie you know what this is do you know what not hot but spicy is most comparable to? It's Sounds either like scary it's stories. either going to be it's either going to be like we're like, like we're reading Goosebumps, watch no, watching no. scary no, movie. No, I see. I see. It's either reading Goosebumps, watching scary movie, or uh, like watching an M Night Shyamalan flick. God <laughs> do it. You have so many different ways you can go, and you have what no idea how it's gonna end. And what a twist!
0: Okay, I mean, at least I just immediately am thinking of uh, like the Big Toast, and the weird, scary story book, whatever the fuck. I want to remember <laughs> this now. Uh, s- scary stories. Scary stories to tell in, the, to dark,
1: tell in right? the dark,
0: right? Yeah, I just for some reason I always remember the Big Toe, so that's what I'm connecting this with so we're gonna talk about this is
1: toe. absolutely like Big Toe Do you know what one okay. of the first stories I remember reading On Not Hot But Spicy
0: It's called no, please.
1: It, it was like the ghost pot And it was literally just a story about a teapot That like moved around a kitchen And someone And someone was like that's it and like the story has no conclusion It's just this guy who's like My aunt once had a pot that moved around a kitchen The end Like <laughs> And me and a bunch of baby ducks just looked at each other And we just like chef kiss You know <laughs> Like beauty this, this is art Perfect You know
0: Would hang up in a gallery Okay Alright That makes me more prepared <laughs>
1: And we're, we're jumping into Not Hot But Spicy today, which is like uh, you come, you, you find a homeless man uh, who jumps out of an alleyway as you're walking home drunkenly from the bar. And you're not sure if he's going to punch you in the face, rob you or kiss you. He actually um, gives you a hundred bucks. <laughs> runs away. He gives you the ingredients to the, ever, the, the <laughs> everlasting gobstopper so we're uh, we're gonna read Lanka. the not hot spicy um do you want to start or do you want me to start based off I of think, the first title we're looking at here
0: i think you should start this i'm
1: i'm i'm okay with that I honestly
0: i'm just gonna like hang <laughs> you're out just for gonna accept this real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah all yeah. right
1: so i'm gonna jump in with a cannonball called army man Um, we don't have an author. This guy literally was not like a user of the website. He didn't want to be known for this. He logged in one day, (laughs) said army man, and then pasted this. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to jump into this.
0: Okay, I believe in you.
1: During my senior year of high school, I got a job working at a large department store that I will not name but you think for even a half a second about a large American discount department store? Wally,
0: wally, 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 world.
1: You can probably guess what it was. I ended up working in the deli. You know how things go when you first get plopped down into a group of people who've known each other for a long time. It's pretty uncomfortable because they have lots of in-jokes or catchphrases that you have no hope in hell of understanding, and that's what I thought the army man was an in-joke you see whenever there was some sort of accident like say a woman working in bakery knocked over a stack of boxes or one of my co-workers in Delhi dropping an entire eight piece chicken on the floor on the way to the fryer it was customary to jokingly grumble the army man did it and then restack the boxes or throw away the chicken no, or whatever. No, Mark. You just dropped a whole like fucking eight-piece chicken. What, what you don't know is the joke is that there's a, a guy who uh, worked, who with no legs who sits in the back. He was in Vietnam, and he just yells at everybody just, all day.
0: I see like, sitting on a scooter, just, like, poking people with a mop.
1: It's Lieutenant Dan. <laughs>
0: yeah, just poking people with a fucking mop. Hey! Hey! you make me drop a goddamn chicken
1: again I never bothered asking for an explanation since the only thing that makes you feel more of a loser than not getting an in-joke is asking everyone what an in-joke is all about well after a while though I began to understand a little of what the crack meant sometimes whenever anyone blamed something on the army man they would put their arms out in front of them and do a sort of Pantomime of an on your belly under barbed wire boot camp crawl. It's a lot of dashes. I took this to mean that there was an imaginary soldier crawling around on the floor of the store, causing all sorts of elfish mishaps, or some past joke to this effect had spawned whatever <laughs> meme my co workers were perpetuating. Dude, we're right. <laughs> I'd been working for a few months when I finally decided to ask what the army man was all about. I was in the break room when one of my coworkers, let's call her Betty, happened to go on lunch. She was about my mom's age and took a motherly interest in my current affairs, so she asked me about my grades, and if I had been accepted to any colleges, all that jazz. I humored her while she ate, and then about five minutes before my break ended, I asked her about the army man. Betty froze up, completely, holding her lips really tight and just shook her head. She refused to say anything about the subject, and not even trying to be subtle about it. But Betty was always one for melodrama. I mean, Betty had made the joke along with everyone else. I didn't understand why she wouldn't talk about it now, unless she was being intentionally childish. So I dropped the subject and went back to work. A few days later, I was in the break room again when Ruth, one of the women working in bakery, happened to buy. This time she brought up the subject with me, asking if I'd spoken to Betty about the army man. I figured it wouldn't make any sense to say otherwise, so I said that I had, and that Betty had refused to say anything about it. Ruth just nodded and said, well, you know how Betty is, when when I said that I didn't. Ruth held her hands in front of her like she was praying and began to flap her lips in a silent imitation of prayer. Well, Betty was an ardent Pentecostal, I knew, and instead of swearing, had a habit of yelling out, help me, Jesus, when she got hot grease on her hand. But what this meant, she didn't talk about the army man. I, I, I had no clue. So Ruth explained. Sometime the year before, one of the unloaders' working third shift had been moving pallets into the large freezer where we kept all the frozen goods that weren't on the shelves. It was common practice to keep the freezer door open for most of the night while the unloaders took stuff from the truck and moved it in. This particular unloader had surprised his co-workers when they found him outside the freezer with the door slammed shut. When they tried to open it, he begged them not to, and when they ignored him, he tried to fight them away. At first, they thought it was a joke, but soon it became obvious that this guy was desperate for them to not open the freezer door. He refused to tell them exactly what had happened from the way he talked about it. it sounded like he'd seen an animal sneak into the freezer, though, the why <laughs> goddamn Tasmanian <laughs> devil, <laughs> though, why this would freak him out, they couldn't guess. They got the managers on duty that night, explained the situation and against the unloaders protest ventured into the freezer. There was nothing in there but boxes, though a few of them had been pulled down from their shelves and smashed, ruining quite a bit of merchandise. The unloader was fired, since it was assumed he'd done something wrong and was trying to shift the blame onto someone else. But before he left for good, he worked a few more days, Ruth told me. And it was during this time he mentioned to some co-workers exactly what he had seen a shape like a man on his stomach, naked and pale, just disappearing between the plastic flaps that hung down over the freezer door. Just too fast. It's just uh, too furious. Of course, the unloader could have mistaken a reflection in those same plastic sheets for whatever it was he claimed to have seen, so he was just generally laughed at even after he was fired. It became harder to joke when other people began to see and hear it, though. It was just snatches of conversation you might pick up, Ruth told me. The women working the returns desk, for instance, would mention that they thought they heard someone on the floor on the other side of the counter. But since they couldn't see anything, it must have been something on the floor. But they didn't bother looking, because, of course, it was nothing. Cashiers had similar stories of hearing something move through their checkout lane, even though there were no customers, something too low on the ground to be glimpsed over the edge of the counter. Coupled with the description the unloader had given, this was when people began to think of the thing as a person trying to be covert, pulling himself around on his stomach by use of his forearms. This is why they started calling it the Army Man.
0: Every time that I hear a description of him, I literally just see, like, Lieutenant Dan just on his fucking arms, just moving hella fast across the floor like a I'm, motherfucker.
1: I'm thinking more about, like, Danny DeVito just crawling around on his stomach <laughs> now.
0: Uh, <laughs> Can I offer you an egg in these trying times?
1: <laughs> Betty saw it in the deli. We had a hot case, a metal plexiglass display where we put warm food such as chicken and what have you under heat lamps. The top half of the case was filled with pans of food, french fries and so forth, that we served to customers, while the bottom half was filled with boxed eight pieces and rotisseries that the customers could grab on their own. Well, One night, while closing, Betty had bent down to clean the glass windows on the section of the hot case, And she screamed her all purpose curse, help me, Jesus, Jesus. before promptly tumbling back on her ass and twisting her ankle. (sighs) At first, the people working with her thought that she'd just slipped since the deli floor was covered in grease pretty much all the time. Betty was having trouble standing up again, so they called in management, who quickly arranged a way to transport Betty to the hospital. And while they waited, Betty explained to them what she saw on the other side of the glass out on the floor of the store. It had been a thing looking back at her. That was what she called it, Ruth told me. Not a man, but a thing. Betty was out of commission while her leg healed up. It wasn't broken, just twisted monstrously bad. And after a few weeks of general annoyances, a guy working in electronics insisted he'd seen someone crawling around on the merchandise shelves at the back of the department. Thinking it was a customer's kid, he ran over to straighten them out just as a few plasma TVs were knocked over and shattered. When he told management his story, they of course didn't believe him. There was barely enough room on the shelves for the TVs themselves, let alone a person, child or not.
0: Yeah, bro, you're breaking TVs over here.
1: He was fired. <laughs> not like there's cameras or anything to show that this wasn't the case. Four months or so before I started working, one of the mechanics in Automotive refused to let a customer take their car back. The customer was naturally pissed, and had called the department manager named Rick. As the mechanic later told anyone who would listen, he'd been working on the customer's car when he had to take a leak. Upon returning, he'd seen things like fingers poking out from the vehicle's undercarriage, curled around the bumper, but they withdrew before he could do anything he searched the car and found nothing but when the customer came back he still had his doubts about letting the automobile leave the garage he laid out the situation privately for Rick who volunteered to test drive the car first and explained it away to the customer as some new quality control
0: Yeah, so we put the grudge in your fucking car (laughs) have a great day
1: see you later Rick drove 15 feet into the parking lot before one of the front wheels of the car let out a groan and fell off completely needless to say Rick was very much embarrassed and there was a tangle of usual insurance issues with the customer blaming the store for tampering with the car somehow this was all settled out of court
0: (laughs) what the fuck just happened
1: (laughs) Rick killed himself two months after the accident though no one could say why He hadn't seemed particularly depressed, and he'd been working as hard as ever, but one night he went home, and from what Ruth had overheard, overdosed on sleeping pills. Ruth had her own ideas, of course. The army man had gotten into the car with the intention of leaving the store, but Rick had foiled its plans, and so instead of following the customer home, it chose to follow him home instead.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: This naturally raised more questions than it answered. What the hell was the army man then and how had it gotten to the store to begin with? And Ruth just shook her head and said something like, don't ask me. I just bake French bread. And that was it. I quit Delhi. <laughs> I quit <laughs> Delhi a few months later to head off to college. In the intervening time, I had begun to wonder why people continued to joke about the army man if it had ever existed in the first place, and if it was half as serious as Ruth made it out to be, was it just some way of relieving stress, trying to make it seem less important than it really was, or were they fucking with me? In time, it occurred to me that, if Ruth was right, if the army man could somehow pass between people and places, then there was a chance, however small, that it might come back to the store, or worse, that Rick had brought it back before he killed himself. And if either of those things had happened, I could leave again with someone else. Perhaps it was done out of fear, as a superstition. I'd been doing it too, I realized. It was just part of the atmosphere of the deli, part of working with people for an extended period of time. You adopt their references, their in-jokes, their memes. I work in the campus library currently. It's quiet but I've never heard anything whispering across the carpeted floor. However, when I'm not paying attention while stacking books on a cart, a practice that inevitably leads to a bunch of them falling over, or when the uh, network goes on the fritz and we can't figure out why, I often find myself muttering, the army man did it. I think a few of my coworkers have overheard me. Because they've started to say it, too. God
0: damn it, Ruth. Do you know what tulpas are?
1: <laughs> like yeah, unknown, unknown author knows exactly what a tulpa is and tells the story just the right way. I actually very enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, that was actually fun. That was a, little, that was, I, that was I, a I,
1: fun little fable <laughs> right there. It's believable the enough to, to, to be something like better yeah. than no sleep.
0: L- little, but, little, like, work urban legend kind of thing going on.
1: Right, but not written well enough to be, like, a fictional story.
0: Yeah, yeah, facts. Like, this so, like you know, Jimmy tells you in the back, and you're like, you're fucking stupid. And you're like, then why is fucking Mark always throwing the goddamn chicken all over the fucking place? <laughs> Think about it, man! You're like, oh my god, <laughs> Definitely I, like near the end, I thought, like, a little Henry Zabrowski, just like, oh, yeah, 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 Like a little green suit, just like fucking shit up.
1: Oh, here I am. Don't mind me.
0: I'm just slowing <laughs> <around. Okay. laughs> I can do that for days.
1: <laughs> uh, next story is by author Mayday Mayday. Um, okay, this, this and, and they're telling a fun story with, with two names called Anna and Marmalade. <laughs> I love That's the so word terrible. marmalade. It's it's jam and butter. I just, it,
0: butter. <laughs> I just it, it's so light hearted. I'm, I'm more concerned. I'm yeah, gotta, army man
1: gotta, is a, is a little inherently like
0: frightening. <laughs> yeah, no. As soon as I read the first page, I'm like just skipping the first page prior, I'm like,
1: mm, let's we'll see how this fucking goes. This yeah, totally. Poop. Are do you want to take Anna and marmalade?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. I mean, I know Go I for don't it. Don't make it sound like that. God. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like I'm taking on Marmaduke over here. <laughs> when I was about 10, my friend Anna's parents came into a little money, and she moved into a lovely old neighborhood by the sea. The house was a pretty little Victorian place with a combed porch and a gabbled gabble, gabble attic. Yeah. Gabled at- Yeah, that's what I said. And thick glass in all the windows. It looked sort of charming in a quirky, crooked way. Very peaceful, too despite being on a major road it was always almost completely silent inside i mean really there's good insulation and then there's mom is blending stuff in the kitchen dad is using a power drill in the garage and it's absolutely quiet upstairs Hmm. it sort of seemed it it sort of seemed absorbed sound (laughs) that's what it says
1: uh, yeah, you you you're <laughs> fine. Um, you got you got to remember these are just random blog posts. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, for sure. I'm just like I'm just I, I want to let everybody. It know
1: sort it of seemed to absorb sense. sound.
0: <laughs> it sort of seems to absorb sounds. And so the windows <laughs> had those thick old panes that turned all the light faded and pale, even during the day. It was always entirely quiet. I later think it reminded me of a hospital and after hours. But that might have been just hindsight. You felt completely alone in that house. Even if you knew that there was someone right around the corner, and there were loads of corners, the house seemed to have been built by someone with a hatred of straight lines, with almost every hallway changing direction at least once. The electricity was terrible. The lights flickered, and, and, buzzed all (laughs) over the place. So they were almost... Left off and it had heating issues too Radiators had stick on And off at the worst times And you need to be fixed with a wrench And, okay And need to be fixed with a wrench You don't need to be (laughs) fixed with a wrench Nonetheless, it was a beautiful house Anna's parents called some electricians about the wiring And they moved straight in Anna moved into the attic And loved it immediately I had pretty floral wallpaper And a sloping roof And a window that looked out over the sea. And a wrought iron bed frame Which couldn't be removed from the room There was no electric light in the attic anyway So she wasn't bothered by the constant flickering And if it got too hot or too cold due to the malfunctioning radiators She just opened the window or put on a sweater She loved that room Back then, Anna had this little orange cat called
1: Marmalade (laughs) What a name
0: (laughs) And he was just, just about her favorite thing in the world he was two, maybe three years old, and she'd been given him a Christmas—she'd pre- been given him as a Christmas present. He was a pretty sweet cat, I have to say, friendly and chill, and generally uncatlike. I didn't accidentally. <laughs> never scratched anyone, never yelled or shredded furniture. Slept in the end of the bed every night, curled up in a little ball, looking adorable—or he had anyway—in her old house. Oh, he no. absolutely refused to go up the stairs to the new place. Like he turned into a little, little fur. If you tried to carry him up, and if you put... I threw myself off. and you put an open tin of cat food on the top step, he would just sit at the bottom, looking at it for longly. It took ages for Anna's family to get him in the house at all. Actually, but eventually, he was coax- coaxed into the kitchen, and then the living room, and so on. By the 3rd week after they'd moved in, he was pretty comfortable on the ground floor, but he still wouldn't go upstairs to Anna's room. Wouldn't go to Anna's room. For a love of fish-shaped kibble snacks. Worse, he started to shy, shy away from Anna herself. And this was a cat that liked strangers. If he was in the room and she came in, he'd skitter away. If she accidentally cornered him, he'd hunker down and put his ears back and watch her with huge eyes. It was as if she'd taken to kicking him or something. Obviously, this just about broke her heart. She loved that cat like her tiny orange child, I swear. Just like she loved Marmalade. (laughs) And then one day, in early summer, Marmalade disappeared. No! To this day, this is one of the things people remember about Anna. When they remember her, any time someone mentions Anna Anderson, someone else says, Ha ha ha. Remember when Marmalade went missing. What a dick. <laughs> she she must have called everyone she knew. She put up posters on telephone poles. She made her mom drive around to the local vets to see if anybody had turned in an injured cat. She called me late at night. Well, late enough for a 10-year-old anyway. <laughs> and tell me her theory, theories about what happened to poor Marmalade. This went on for days, until basically everyone knew the cat was not coming home. Except Anna. We tried to hint that maybe he was gone for good. Maybe she would go look at kittens at the SPCA or something, but she said she knew he'd come back eventually. She called me at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night in secret. I had to come over quick and pretend she hadn't called. She was grounded. Her parents didn't believe her, but she knew where Marmalade was. (laughs) He was in the walls. Sorry, I, nice. I hear, like, fireworks or something going on outside. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um,
1: no, it's just it? a cat in your just... walls.
0: Yo, facts though. Okay, well, actually concerned me for a second. She started hearing the scratching a night or two before, and from the first, she knew it was marmalade. He must have found some hole in the roof or fallen down inside. Anna knew it was him. She'd immediately told her parents, but said she was imagining things. And they weren't going to knock holes in her new house looking for a cat that had probably been dead for a week, and had shouted at them, screamed, but they just tol- just told her to get a hold of herself. I had to come over right away. I was pretty skeptical of myself, and it was the sort of girl who might just might just imagine noises. And if there's some, if there was something in her wall, it was probably a huge vicious rat, or a squirrel, or something. I didn't want to tell her that though. I dutifully got on my bike, in secret of course, and rode over to Anna's house. Maybe it was just because I was now imagining the huge nest of rats swarming into Anna's wall, but by the time I tiptoed halfway, halfway up the back stairs at her house, I was already uneasy. The back door was directly under the attic window, and all the hair prickled on the back of my neck as I climbed. I had the very distinct feeling that someone was standing directly behind me, on a lower stair. And it made my shoulders twitch. I quietly unlatched the door. It was unlocked as promised, I stepped in the dark, silent house. It was a harrowing experience just getting to the narrow attic staircase. All those blind corners, the crooked hallways, everything absolutely still, absolutely silent. With every step, I was, I was more certain that someone was getting, going to grab my ankle.
1: The army or that man. I,
0: i <laughs> Come here at the end of the hallway It was a strange Oppressive silence It's funny how you don't notice all, this, all the little noises In the house The clocks ticking and the refrigerator humming And the tiniest creaks of floorboards Until you can't hear anything at all The radiators Must have been on the fritz again too because it was all hot as hell, and it smelled of absolutely nothing. Not new paint, or hot radiators, or even old houses. It smelled unnatural, like the absence of a smell. It was like being blind or deaf, and senseless, except for the heat. When I got to the attic stairs, I paused for a moment. The stairs were a single, long, narrow flight, with a door at the bottom at the top. They were unlit, with no railings, the top door was shut tightly. Even compared to the rest of the house, they were dark. I couldn't reasonably run up them full tilt without making waking Anna's parents. Even though surely the house would muffle the sound. But I still felt as though someone was standing right behind me. And I could had And I had to steal myself for slow. <laughs> um, sorry. Like, I just want to make sure that's like... <laughs> You got uh, it. you read it correctly. Methodical climbing, almost sure I could feel hot breathe hot breath on the back of my neck. I hate that shit. <laughs> Fingers brushing at the at the small of my back. The stairs were dark and steep. I took a deep breath, and then suddenly moved into the dark halfway up the stairs or halfway up the steps. I swear I screamed, but no sounds came out of my mouth. It was like screaming into a vacuum. And then Anna's voice said, I'm glad you came. Incredibly (laughs) quiet. The shadowy shape on the stairs revolved into her, sitting sideways with her knees drawn up, her long, dark hair falling over her face. She was wearing a nightdress, navy blue, pulled down over her feet, which is, I guess, why I hadn't seen her. I let out a huge sigh of relief. I was so relieved that I didn't even think about how odd it was for a 10-year-old girl to be sitting on a closed staircase in the pitch black with the door shut.
1: Yeah, what a weirdo. (laughs) Like,
0: facts. (laughs) Like, guy. (laughs) Here. (laughs) Hello? Can you just get out of that fucking room? (laughs) Good night. I followed Anna up to her dark room, much more relaxed. If I had been hot in the house... If it had been hot in the house below, it was sweltering up here. The window was open, but no breeze came in. Within a a thirty seconds, I'd start to sweat, and the whole place felt like a dry sauna. There was no electricity in the attic, as I mentioned, but Anna had a flashlight on her night table, pointed up at the ceiling to cast a steady, sick glow over the whole room. She sat down on the edge of the bed, and even in the low light, I could see she, she looked awful, exhausted, sick, dripping with sweat. Her bedsheets were tangled and tossed, and one of her pillows was on the floor. There were long red marks on her arms and legs, crisscrossed and uneven. I wanted to ask her what was wrong, but the instant I opened my mouth, she shushed me. Wait, she said. So, so we, so we waited. <laughs> It took about two minutes for the scratching to start. But there was no mistaking it once I, Once it did. It didn't sound like a cat at all. It sounded like fingernails on cloth. Like oh, a person no. scratching at a sore. Faster than slower. Occasionally, occasionally pausing entirely and then starting up again. Quicker than ever. You know, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I forgot about the cat.
1: No, you can't
0: forget about (laughs) There there was a sort of rustling sound that went with it, which didn't sound like anything at all. It started in the far wall by the door to the stairs, but it didn't stay there. It circled the room, moving under the bed, slowly coming towards us. I jumped off the bed, but Anna stayed where she was, and now I noticed that she was scratching too. In time with the scratching, the walls, idly rubbing at the welts on her hands and feet, I wanted to grab her hands and stop her. But I was too shocked to do anything. The scratching was directly behind her. Now, she was re- she and she reached out and put a palm against the wall, right where the noise was coming from. She looked up at me with blank eyes. "It's Mammy," she said. "We have to let him out." I, I don't know what's in the wall there, but luckily, I never had to find out. Just then, Anna's dad came bursting up from the stairs looking frantic he grabbed me by the shoulders and shoved me into the stairwell muttering that I shouldn't be there but I still saw what happened next it was like a bubble of silence popped then and the heat and even the absence of smell I could suddenly smell iodine incredibly strong Anna flew at him shrieking scratching at his face with her ragged fingernails clawing and tearing I think she might have tried to bite him but I'm not sure. She was sobbing and red-eyed, screaming about how it wasn't fair and she'd done nothing to deserve it. At first, I thought she was talking about being grounded, but then it all stopped making sense. She was shrieking about how she didn't want to die and she was lonely and it wasn't fair that she was the last one left. God, it was It was a full-on fit, kicking and punching and wailing animalistic. For a while, I thought she was going to overpower her father, a tall and well-built man. I wondered if I should call the police, but eventually <laughs> he got her back onto the bed and, fl- and she flung herself down, weeping and sobbing. He ran for the door and slammed it behind him, turning a key in the lock and putting it in his pocket. Then he turned to me. Anna's not well, he said. <laughs> you, should have, um, you shouldn't have unlocked the door.
1: Yeah, this is information I could have used yesterday.
0: (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Of course I hadn't unlocked the door. I didn't even have the key. And Anna had been out of the room before I'd even arrived. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I was also so traumatized that I didn't even think about that. I just (laughs) turned around and walked straight out of the house. Yo, good fucking, good good man Get the fuck, just get the fuck out You get a scary moment, just get the fuck out
1: That's <laughs> just hey, go, that's, just leave That is You're my like, best no, recommendation
0: <laughs> I thought about calling social services Jesus fucking Christ But in the end, I also I, I thought Anna was far more aggressive Than her father Who was clearly trying not to hurt her Fever dreams, I thought She was having fever dreams huh. I tried not to think about the scratching I heard so clearly. I never went back to that house. Though I saw Anna when I started school in the fall. The scratches on her, on her hands were entirely healed. She told me eventually that she'd moved into the downstairs guest room, guest bedroom and her parents had shut up the attic. She seemed very distant when she told me. recrew apart. Year, years later, I saw a photo of Anna's house in the local newspaper. It seemed that the new owner, one in a, yeah, one in a series, had opened up a paper, papered-over crawl space, nearly a room in an attic, and discovered an old trunk full of dresses and pressed flowers and a small box. At the bottom of that box, marked bandages, pox. Why it hadn't been burned and who lived in that house and who died there, I don't know, but I still remember the smell of iodine. The sound of scratching, and the stillness and the dark downstairs. Oh, and he found one other thing, quite mysteriously, a cat's collar, with a bell. No one had any idea how it got there, since the crawlspace was sealed tight. It had been trapped in there when the room was shut up. Sometime in the 19th century, there's no other explanation.
1: That one, I kept trying to see where it was going. I kept trying to guess, like, what the conclusion was yeah. going to be. And I guess there really isn't one. It's just an experience someone had. Um, um, ghost cat crazy girl? <laughs> I have a feeling that it might have been, like, a psychological connection, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah. The girl, the girl missed the That's cat so much that she almost, like... Emulated it when in set situations of serious stress or trauma.
0: Um, okay, now there actually totally is fireworks outside. <laughs> what the fuck is? What the fuck is today? Why does Denver do this? <laughs> it's like a fucking. It's like a fuck. I mean, I guess it's a Friday. <laughs> fuck me. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I I live next to a baseball stadium. They do that oh, shit honestly, every week in the in the sense. fall as well. Um, that one was interesting. I'm not gonna say it was bad. It was. It was okay. I just. I wish it had a point.
0: Yeah, I agree. It, <laughs> it was a nice. It was a nice build up, and I was like, "Oh shit! What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, is she just crazy." Oh, okay. I
1: wanted. I wanted it to have payoff. There was a lot of setup yeah, yeah. and very little payoff. I think. Um, which is fine. You know, sometimes stories can just be stories.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard worse. <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah, no, yeah, so, I like I like the build up anything like like a psychological thing. I'm always like that's like a fun because then you're like, oh fuck, what is it? What did happen? But there was well, they really don't to, like, even tell you that. what happened yeah. to the cat. Was <laughs> yeah, was, was it
1: say. back there? Was it in the wall? <laughs> Who knows? Crazy girl, like that's the story. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know. I was kind of hoping there would be a little bit more followed because like that's exactly what you like about the psych- psychological shit. You're like, is this real or is this not? Oh like, yeah. Kinda, oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. This is very differentiated. Have you seen Night House? Night House. Yes. No. Okay. No. It just came out in theaters. If you like psychological stuff and like crazy, like mental, like you don't know what the fuck is real, yo. I, uh, mm, uh, you
1: you uh, recommend uh, this? I take by yes. the noises oh, you're making.
0: God. Oh my god.
1: Night it's House. Just,
0: I feel like this. Where where been, does like,
1: one watch the, Night House?
0: Um, I believe it's actually, it's been in theaters for a, a minute, but it should be. Available for your local streaming services. Who is
1: in the night house?
0: Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know.
1: Oh okay, it's an indie.
0: Um, I'm just the worst of that shit. I, oh, I didn't okay. really recognize anybody actually. Okay. Or I'm just the Let's worst of recognizing
1: people. I'm putting it in the list.
0: But uh, for a fun little little mind fuck with you Um yeah.
1: y- so, if, so, you so, want, so, if you want if you want to so trade recommendations if you want to trade recommendations fun little mind fuck for you
0: um
1: the empty man okay I check out
0: actually on like check online, out the empty
1: like man on it's on hbo <laughs> max um okay. it had a limited theatrical release i think the first 15 minutes are gold um okay. the next the next two hours are a psychological drama um it's it's everything I wanted the Slender Man movie to be.
0: Okay. I see, I see, I see. Alright, so All right, okay,
1: go okay. into it go into it with that exception, you know? Okay. Go into it with that with that knowledge. I, I recommend that to every everyone listening. Very <laughs> solid. Very solid film. Looks great, acted great, lots of fun little moments, lots of fun things I still I still carry with me even now, even okay. though I watched it a while ago um very very fun horror movie one of the more fun experiences i've had recently okay all right Hell yeah. i'm i'm going to hop into Shaniqua which is Sean Iqua uh yeah i can't i don't think i can
0: say that
1: Shaniqua um Shaniqua wants to talk about a haunted hay rack, <laughs> which, which might so be fun,
0: which might be fun. <laughs> you never know.
1: Haunted hay rack. We're about that time. You know, it's almost Halloween. I hope you're going on your haunted hay rides. You know, your local, your local yeah, community haunted hay rides.
0: Yeah, now the, the, uh, get your non-COVID hay rides there.
1: Uh, I did it. <laughs> I, I feel like I, uh, I did it two years ago. I'm, I already have plans to do it again in like a week. So yeah.
0: Honestly, right before COVID started, like literally like the month of uh, me and some homies went to a Valentine's Day haunted house. Oh. I'm pretty sure that we all got COVID the first time there, so that was fun.
1: Gnarly. <laughs> Great
0: story. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, beginning of the story. That was all.
1: That was not hot but spicy brought to you by Lyft <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry, I couldn't post it on MySpace.
1: Shaniqua haunted hay rack. This is true. I have changed the names. I grew up in Nebraska, in a rural community an hour south of Omaha. My friends and I really enjoyed Halloween. Around fall, it was usually John, Justin, Brandon, and I that would hang out. It was weird because outside of Halloween time, we weren't really close friends. We all just had a soft spot for the fall season and Halloween especially, so we would find time to cause mischief that our own parents didn't know about. In elementary school, we would dress up and trick-or-treat just like the other kids. We'd sit around, tell ghost stories, watch Freddy Krueger movies we weren't supposed to, and generally be scared shitless. In middle school, we moved to the classic small-town practice of scaring kids who were trick-or-treating, It was generally all innocent stuff, hiding behind bushes, following kids silently, then disappearing, the usual. This was more or less a way to hide the fact that we still wanted to get candy from houses because we did that too. In high school, it got a little out of hand. Our freshman year was to the last Halloween of hijinks, and we didn't have anything out of the ordinary planned. It was just supposed to be one of the last chances for the four of us to hang out and get candy. Unfortunately, that's not all that happened. Justin's parents got a divorce the previous year. Again, we weren't really close, so we didn't talk to him about it. The rest of us knew he was having anger problems at school. He had been in fights for sure, I remember, and he may have been suspended at some point. My parents actually didn't want me to go out that night because of the kid's
0: reputation.
1: Not, not Sorry, heeding. Just, just
0: going down the street, just fucking windmill and shit. Like, oh hell yeah! Don't hang out
1: with that kid. Like, fists. He's punching. He's 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 punching mailboxes. He's <laughs> offending. He's offending all the the old women. It, he's he's a walking talking hurricane. <laughs> not heeding my parents' advice, the four of us set out about Halloween. It was 1999. Halloween was on a Sunday. Around midnight, we noticed Justin had been walking behind us for quite a way, and he had run off somewhere. We couldn't see him anywhere around us. Not wanting to call any attention to ourselves so late on a school night, we didn't look for him. (laughs) Fuck that guy we figured he was in the mood
0: <laughs>
1: or something and he ran just off home. It
0: into the forest, bro.
1: or windmill and cigarettes with <laughs> his drink and drink with his older brother who is another story then we heard a voice we immediately recognized as Justin's coming from behind some bushes in an empty lot where we played football as kids the bushes were rustling and we couldn't tell what was going on he was mumbling something along the lines of stop Fucking stop! Keep your mouth shut! And we quietly argued amongst ourselves over what he was doing. And then Justin must have heard us because he stopped speaking speaking and the rustling stopped. He ran away in the opposite direction of us. We went over to the bush and saw a kid lying on the ground wearing a Homer Simpson mask. He wasn't moving. We asked him if he was okay, and he didn't respond. He didn't make a sound. We were all fucking terrified. Brandon took the kid's mask off, and it was Brad Smith, sixth grader in our town. His face was covered in blood. His eyes were bloodshot and blackened. He had bruises all over the place. He was barely breathing because Justin, the stupid shit, had been strangling the kid to death. To this day, I haven't seen someone so fucked up by another person. He needed to go to the hospital.
0: It's like a bad anime scene. This dude's still literally just windmill punching the fuck out of this skin Oh, face. hell yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 None
1: what of is? us had cell phones. Brandon and I stayed and John ran home because he lived the closest. And not too long after John left an ambulance and two town cruisers came to where we were, the paramedics rushed Brad off to the hospital, and the cops asked us what happened, and we told them. One of the cops gave me a ride home, the other gave Brandon a ride home. There was actually a cop on the way to Justin's mom's house. Justin had actually just run back there and was sitting in the living room watching TV when he was arrested that night. Brad died in the hospital. He was 12 years old. Murder. Justin was tried as an adult and put away for life although it was likely he'd eventually be let out parole since he was so young I want to stress that all three of us really tried to get this behind us we didn't talk about it the town stayed mum about it but I knew they were talking about it behind our backs it was really hard on our families my parents still refused to talk about it The next year I got a job at a local Haunted Hay Rack Ride, coincidentally John and Brandon chose to get jobs at the same place, and we were admittedly pretty freaked out by this coincidence, but passed it off just as that. Since we knew each other, we volunteered to work the same area of the ride, which was supposed to be a team of three guys who would hide and surprise the Hay Rack Riders. The job was an easy twenty dollars a night. We would wait around what? in a little wooded area on a farmer's what? land. The hay rack would come by and we'd scare them. We brought cigarettes and beers to enjoy during the downtime. Okay. It was pretty simple work, enjoyable enough.
0: So you see the twenty dollars is made up for the getting fucked up. <laughs>
1: <network>. <laughs> uh, I did it for free. When I was in high school I did uh, I was a scarer for a hay ride for an entire season for free. Um, It was just They gave me They gave me food Every night And uh, I was only expected To do it for like Two hours On like Tuesdays Wednesdays Thursdays And Fridays
0: Okay I'm always into Like getting scared I guess I've never Volunteered Or any of the sort Oh I
1: I, I, did the Scare acting Before It was very Very enjoyable I I really got in people's faces It was It was a good time (laughs) On Halloween night We had a fourth member I swear to you, this is the damn truth. The first hayrack ride went through at about 6.30 and the sun was setting. We all sat on the few logs and cracked open a beer to share between the three of us. We shot the shit and tried not to talk about Justin. We all noticed him at the same time, a figure standing fifty yards away at the edge of the wooded area, not looking at us. He was looking past us. None of us said a word, he just stood there, acknowledging us. The next hay rack started to pass by, and we nearly missed it. We all got up from our logs and did a real half-assed job trying to scare the kids on the ride. And after the rack passed, the figure was gone. We didn't see him again for a couple of hours. And The last hay rack was coming through. We did our job and got ready to get the fuck out of there because we were all feeling pretty uneasy. We started making our way back to the entrance of the hay rack ride. Walking very, very fast, there is someone following me. On our way back, we realized someone was walking behind us. We turned around and there he was again, the same figure as before. We were frozen.
0: Now you're scared now.
1: He spoke to us. Where's Justin? We didn't reply. Where's Justin? I said, Justin's in fucking jail and he stood there and stared at us, turned around and walked away in the opposite direction we went to the entrance all terrified shitless but almost in disbelief we were thinking we got pranked by someone it was common knowledge in that town that we were the three that found Brad Smith the previous year and some chicken shit kid knew that the three of us were working there and decided to scare us, we were absolutely certain of it we asked the farmer who ran the hay rack ride if he saw a fourth person with us that evening, and he said, sure, the one with the cartoon mask. No. And this is this is an afterthought. The Red Baron posted, I appreciate the courage it must have taken to write up all that but what a fucking tease to get all through that. <laughs> <laughs> and then have you say, never mind, no ending too hard. <laughs> this is a guy talking shit, and I just managed to, to copy it.
0: Okay, I was like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I want to read this. <laughs>
1: Oh no no no! This is his response now. Sorry to the okay. few people who okay. replied I was like, to my. What the fuck is happening? So he's responding to someone. <laughs> Sorry to the few people who replied to my story. I've been, bevo- been avoiding this thread since I wrote the first part a few days ago. I'm realizing now that I pro- it probably wasn't cool to edit out the ending, so I wanted to explain myself and explain what happened. The truth is that I experienced the deaths of two children when I was young. here's my personal experience which is the only way i can think of to convey the weight of what went on i hope that will do justice and brad some justice i feel like the original ending i had just a line or two didn't do that while it had a severe impact on the whole town including myself i'm more concerned with showing respect for the two kids who lost their lives hopefully this is at least interesting to read The farmer thought there was a fourth person with us, which really bothered us. After he told us that, we stuck around, hoping to see that the kid would come up to the barn area, but he never did. We told the guy that the kid talked to us and was trying to scare us, so he dismissed it completely. He told us to forget about it and go home, and so we did, hoping it was just some asshole who ran off after scaring us. The next day, a rumor started circulating about Justin in prison. People were saying that he hanged himself during the night. Justin's parents put a funeral announcement in the local newspaper that week, confirming the story. I think John started telling people about our experience at the hayrack ride because a couple people asked me about it. I lied and told people it was made up, but really, I just wanted people to stop talking about it. For about a week, (laughs) for about a week, I had a terrible recurring dream with Brad and Justin in them. After it happened twice, I decided to keep a dream journal to try and get over it. And I threw away the journal a long time ago, but I saved it in text format here, where I, I copy and paste it. Uh,
0: I just, I secretly like the uh, the random side information. I'm just like, yes, tell me more. Oh,
1: totally. I'm, 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 di- I'm <laughs> digging I'm digging the additions over time.
0: It's yeah. so like, here, I copy and pasted this. Also, I'm like, fucking yes.
1: I'm back in the field no hay racks come through. I'm sitting on the stump, and Brad is here. He has his back to me. He's standing next to Justin. Justin is dead, hanging from a tree. I'm scared. I run back to the barn area. I'm back where we saw him before. I see the same scene with Brad staring at Justin dead. I look away while I run. Everywhere I look, I see Brad and Justin motionless. I go into the barn to talk to the farmer. There is no farmer. Justin is hanging from a rafter and Brad is standing next to him. I turn to run out of the barn and Brad is standing in front of me in the same mask I last saw him wearing. I'm frozen. I start sinking into the ground. Brad is sinking in with me. Chunks of the mask start falling off like flesh off the bone. We sink further. Brad's face slowly starts to emerge from under the deteriorating Halloween mask. His eyes and mouth are open. We keep sinking. The rest the rest of the mask continues to fall off. I can yes. smell it. Yes. We're up to our chins in mud and chunks of flesh. Yes. I'm up to my nose now. I see Justin being crucified. I wake up I had that dream every night For five or six days
0: I was gonna fuck you up there
1: I went to Justin's funeral John and Brandon didn't show up The dreams stopped after that I've gotten better about talking about it since then But it's not happy to think about I've never had the dream again Thank goodness I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but this experience continues to chill me when I think about it. <laughs> you offer you offer the Haunted Hay Rack some golf claps?
0: Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I honestly, I would have been actually very pissed if I stopped reading this ad. Sure, the one with the cartoon master. I'm like, fuck you, guy. <laughs> fuck off, but man. I, yeah, honestly, the, I like the little additions. Honestly, I don't think I would have liked that without the dream <laughs> journal.
1: Well, that's how the forum works for you. <laughs> yo,
0: yo, in it. Yo, in it. I'll take. I'll, I'll just take that over here and just a little shucks this um, out to you.
1: <laughs> that that was good. I, I like the idea of... Um, his his dreams are like a manifestation of the guilt that Justin experienced after oh, okay. having killed, uh, Brad, and then and then he killed himself. Um, that's the type of story that could be incredibly true.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I mean, like that's yeah. Th- I think that's why it's good though that it was like the after effects. You were just like oh, by the way, but blah blah blah, something that happened to me. You're like yo. Well, I just like dreams.
1: that he finishes the story.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. That could have been the worst. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh we we shall continue with the last story <clears throat> of the evening, which is by sweet Octane, but Oc uh that is an the, eight. Oh. So it's sweet Actane. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Achtane. Achtane. <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet, sweet Achtane. Achtane wants to talk about his Ford Falcon.
0: Um another anibis. Not nah, happa spicy. Um acronym story for Yep, you? yep. Okay, hold on. I gotta get in position now.
1: Oh, you take <laughs> your time. <laughs> you do you.
0: I just have to give my dad credit for the story. I'm typing exactly how he is telling it to me over his phone. Over the phone. I honestly think it is fake. It is just too horror movie-ish, but goddamn did it freak me out as a kid. I was and am a car connoisseur. Read that as a collector of old jalopies? Jalopies. J- Jalapeños.
1: Jalapenos. <laughs> <Jalpeos>. and, have <laughs>
0: and have no hope of ever working again. But what can I say? I enjoy collecting them. As a collector of anything, you begin to find other people as crazy as you. And I did. We always met at the Hardee's Oh, I don't know why I just took that really weird. The Hardee's on the west side of town, and the sort of see who can get their piece of shit car there and back party. Doesn't that sound fun?
1: <laughs> yeah, <that> Dad. Time...
0: <laughs> can I get a happy meal? It's a Hardys, time...
1: not a McDonald's. <laughs> I don't. <laughs>
0: um, can I say that I've never been to a Hardee's? Are you gonna hate me?
1: No, it's okay. I don't think we have. I don't think we have them over here either.
0: Also, I think i like. We have a Culver's? I don't fucking know. I don't. Eh, okay. I don't even know what a Hardee's is now. I'm gonna go. I don't need.
1: Okay, it's. I'm no, a Hardy's. A, a Hardy's is, is probably just, just a little fast food drive. Right? Right?
0: Okay, that's what I thought.
1: Like a Sonic.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Okay. At that time, I was driving a restored Fiat, the little Red Devil, I called her, and I just driven up. All the regulars were there. we BS for a little while until this nasty old man came in. I mean, nasty. He smelled like a sewage plant, was missing most of his teeth and fingernails. Jesus. His clothes looked like they hadn't been changed in five years. He was far past homeless level of nastiness. Even his face seemed to have a thick layer of mud shit death. All one word on it. (laughs) Especially in its many deep cracks and grooves. Imagine my horror as he looked directly at me. Then came up and rested his hands on my table, the table I was eating off of. "You shitters," I know, I know cars," he said. I typed that. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. phonetically. I, phonetically
0: <laughs> I typed that phonetically to emphasize the dad's, the accent dad gives him. He proceeded to slide into the booth across from me leaving oily handprints on the table. I, my, I got, I had this car sitting in my front yard. (laughs) God damn it. Been there since my wife, God bless her dad, giving birth to that sack shit son of mine. Ain't done a damn thing with this. I I, I got, I I got this car in my front yard. Business has been been there a while, yellow, yellow. This whole time, he was starting to restart his story he was fiddling around with his many Vietnam jacket pockets until he produced a Polaroid, Polaroid and threw it down on the table, adding two more brown thumbprints to its already soiled rim. I pulled it over and looked at it, feeling a twinge of envy in my heart as I looked at the beautiful Ford Falcon sitting, on the mountain, sitting in a mountain of weeds. It didn't look like it had been there for long. It looked like it had just been driven and actually oh god I don't know why I said that word damn that was a nice looking car yeah so what I responded trying to sound as uninterested as possible just this man's smell was ruining my dinner let alone his looks I'll give it to you for like for like for, for free like all you gotta do is drive and pick it up just come pick it up I'll even drive it to you what like what you just contradicted <laughs> the hell out of yourself he brought the keys out and laid, out, laid them out the table. Or you can have someone else drive you there, there, I guess. He produced a single forward key and laid it on the table, almost violently. Certainly used more force than required. I wasn't about to get into a car with a stranger, but there he was offering a free car to me. He said if I didn't <laughs> take
1: it... <laughs> you fucking idiot. Don't get into <laughs> a car with strangers, dude. <laughs> God
0: damn it. <laughs> not alone are you not getting in the car, but you're taking the car. <laughs> he said if I didn't take it, he was going to leave the photo and the keys on the table. We came to an arrangement that I would drive my car home. A friend of mine, a big friend with a gun, <laughs> would come pick me up and drive me to the car. What do we ask him where it was? He simply turned the Polaroid over, over revealing a miniature crudely drawn map of cross streets with a little X on it. In the back of my mind, it registered that the cross streets were on a good and well-lit part of town. Good. My friend came to pick me up his plane and we started heading off to the said Falcon. I fondled the Polaroid in my hand. Ooh. At the same time, I was, I was afraid to touch the big oily thumbprints all over it. Something caught my eye. Did the photo just shift a little? Ooh. I played it back and forth in the light, but didn't see anything. But the damage was done. I shuddered as I remembered what I saw. A person in a white shirt slumped over in the front seat. The white shirt stained red. We got closer and closer to the car. It was about 5 p.m. now. My friend and I were talking back and forth about how weird that guy was. Not scary weird, like a murderer or anything. Neither was he weird like a homeless person. Our town is full of them. They're usually pretty cool guys. This guy was just... nasty. So nasty. I now started to remember that back in my head, I had... had an almost physical response. The type of response that keeps deep in the subconscious and only resurfaces later. The thought. Get the hell away from this man. Get away from everything that has anything to do with him. <laughs> <I jumped. laughs> As we pulled and up, that hubris will catch up to you. <laughs> it will be your
1: downfall. <laughs> I just want the free car.
0: As we pulled up to the X, we were met with a slightly overgrown lot with a for sale by owner side so stuck in it, probably for years. It was covered by by vines and grass. There was a small loop board into it. Probably from people parking their cars. Or doing U-turns. That's what... And that's... And that's where the Falcon was. Sitting there, a glistening candy yellow. We walked cautiously around it. The word pristine seems to come to mind. The car looked like it had suddenly appeared there right off the lot. Nothing was wrong with it. We unlocked the car and shoved it... (laughs) and I shoved my head in without thinking. It was instantly met with this horrible, noxious smell. So bad it was almost a liquid that had forced itself down my throat and nostrils. It was terrible. We opened up the doors and popped the trunk, partially to air out the car, partially to check for the nasty weird man. Nothing. I started her up, listened to that sweet, sweet sound of the well-maintained motor purring calmly under the hood trying to ignore the prevailing stench of rotting meat coming out of somewhere in the car. The weird thing was we sniffed around in there, sniffed the seats, sniffed the air vents, and nothing in the car smelled specifically like it. It was like a scent was a separate entity that simply existed inside the car without actually touching anything. Sounds ridiculous, but it's the only way that I can describe it. We pulled out my friend behind me and started to head home. I've gotta say, I'd forgotten about anything weird at this point. This car rocked. <laughs> Even if it was stolen and he was trying to trying to fence it. I didn't give a flying fuck. The police could have it if they wanted. But until then I was going to drive the shit out of this thing. I haven't had the man's thumbprint who gave it to me. As, as I thought that I ran my hand along my pants pocket and pulled out the Polaroid, gave it a quick glance, then looked at the rearview mirror to check to see if my friend was behind me, and screamed.
1: <laughs>
0: Looking back at me, or I guess I just looked at it, was the corpse of a woman with those huge blonde 60s curls, bright red lipstick, and an almost powdered white face. Slumped against the back seat casually. Looking off to the right with eyes that could, couldn't see anything, eyes that were dead. I took all this in a brief second before I panicked and hit the brakes and moved over to the shoulder, taking my eyes off the cadavers so that I didn't hit anything, but I could swear I could hear hear the body sliding across the seat and bump into the sidewall. As the car came to a stop, I jumped out and looked into the in the back seat. Nothing. My friend came to stop behind me, came to a stop behind me. I was prepared to defend the fact that I just saw a dead woman in the back seat. Prepared for him to call me crazy, but as he jumped out of his car with a pistol in his hand, he asked, What the fuck? Who is in the back seat? He saw it too. Nice. He though the guy had jumped, he thought, He though, He thought, the guy had jumped up from somewhere to murder me. A little extreme. I know, but he was a jumpy guy. We stood there a long time trying to figure out what to do. I did not want to get back into that car. Once again, that twinge deep in my brain, get the fuck away. Once again I rejected it and sat back in the car. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like why? It also smells terrible. Just get just fucking trash it. It's fine. Ready to drive the rest of the way home, watching that fucking back seat the whole time. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't. I would be no. get the the big after guy the, leave the, the fucking car. Out, you sit in the, the passenger seat. The first freakout is
1: is made um, between between <laughs> confirmable by by two people. You you are dealing <laughs> yeah, with something, legit, by dealing. Yeah,
0: legitimately. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was on the edge of a knife or on nails, whatever the phrase is. But I made a home and parked the Falcon in my driveway, giving it a second glance as I got out. The type of glance you give someone you don't trust, or something you don't trust. My friend and I nervously joked about the incident. He drove back home, and I made myself dinner and fell asleep watching TV. Waking up suddenly from a gunshot. Was it a gunshot? I felt my heart racing. I tried to remember what I heard, then remember the TV was on. What fucking putz. It was some late-night action movie. I heard the TV gunshot, that's all. Then I heard my neighbor scream.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. Then I heard my neighbor come. Uh, uh. No,
0: no. <laughs> Said neighbor was a wonderful, nice old Mexican woman. So...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, si, si,
0: oh, si, see, papi. Oh, see, ah, you see, Poppy? but do you know, Poppy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Said neighbor was a wonderful, nice old Mexican woman with a bazillion kids. That's concerning. So she was coming, and she <laughs> made me damn good food. If someone was going to mess with my taco connection, giggity, that's sexual. <laughs> That's what I call my girlfriend. My girlfriend, (laughs) it's hot. My taco connection! She loves it. Oh my god. (laughs) Put a little cheese on there, hey! Okay, (laughs) I'm done here. They were going to get their head blown to pieces. Giggity, also. Um, (laughs) I grabbed my coach gun. Giggity. From behind the couch. Oh, cap. Okay, coach. Okay, okay. Now I'm just derailing myself. I hid it between the couch and the wall and walked outside loading it nearly shooting the woman as she ran across the corner of my garage don't kill the taco connection <laughs>
1: no lo siento
0: <laughs> I will leave the, I will leave the part of me trying to understand her through her hysteria but even though it was though that it was easy to tell what had happened she had seen a woman Marilyn Monroe she called her dead in the back seat of the car we both peered around the corner and looked at the falcon and we're met with an empty black seat. A back seat. Now one thing was certain. I said it out loud, there in the dark, I have to get rid of this damn falcon. Something is fucking wrong with it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> get get rid of it, I did. I drove it to the auto auction the next day and got a nice bonus. Came up with a story about how it was laid on payments, the girlfriend said we couldn't live in the car. A story easily believed by classic car collectors. And sold to some poor unexpected man and his son. Well, that's over, I thought to myself as I slapped my hands together, like I was cleaning dirt off of them. To celebrate my personal accomplishment of getting rid of that terrible car, I even invited a few uh, of my friends over for a little party, not giving them a reason other than it had been a while since I broke loose. Not many people came in short on short notice, only three, but they were all good friends, and we had a good time. I went to sleep before they did because I had to go to work in the morning. I should mention right now that these three friends had absolutely no connection with the friend who followed me home. The night passed quickly. I fell-, I fell right to sleep thanks to the copious amounts of alcohol I'd consumed. The next morning, I woke with a horrible headache, <laughs> as one does, Correct. went out in the living room and started making myself some eggs. Nice. My friends were comatose on the couch. The couche. Um, I just want because it's spelled that way. <laughs> the, I just have to. You know, I've it. <laughs> the cruise. One was moving a little bit and opened one eye. Man, you didn't tell us you got a chick. Judging by judging by those legs, she looked like a babe. Does she have a nosebleed or something? My stomach tensed up. I felt like I just swallowed a handful of ice cubes. All I could get out was a whimper. We came in there to prank you, but sh- shaving cream on your hand, but we saw that girl laying next to you and thought you were, you guys were, you know, we didn't see anything or nothing. We we're both, you were both under the covers. He winked at me. So, are blondes really more fun? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Giggity! <laughs> huh. Interesting. Interesting, interesting story for uh, for the the tail end of that not hot but spicy. Um, I like the kind of slow burn again, creepy kind of just atmospheric horror. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of the stuff that doesn't try to get too in your face, too yeah, upfront yeah. and personal. I I like the it's in the background and you're just not looking at it type of shit. Um, yeah,
0: I agree. The uh, fact
1: that he only saw he was, uh, this thing once and then multiple people were like, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're
0: referencing two scenes. It's
1: just, it's just funny, yeah. you know? Like, it's it was corroborated <laughs> yeah, multiple yeah. times. What do you do I in that think situation?
0: The, uh, like, honestly, like, the. Okay, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, if I ever saw something in my fucking. Backseat rear view mirror I literally wouldn't even look I would just swing a fucking arm and just dive out of the fucking car I don't even care where the fuck I am I'm out <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, tuck, just tuck and roll
0: Yeah be, No, I don't give a fuck like, <laughs> like, Well
1: I wouldn't have voice. even <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't have even got on the adventure To begin with I don't, I don't trust Yeah, no, creepy that is very true. Yeah. look like they just saying. crawled up out of the ground You know
0: I'll say, as as somebody also that is in Denver, if a homeless person came up to you and was like, "Here's a car," I'd be like that probably is not a key to a fucking right. car. You should probably leave. Yeah, we should we should just go. Somebody else right. can take it. I don't even care about the fucking car. <laughs> Whatever.
1: So yeah. so this was okay. a not hot but spicy episode. How do you feel about it?
0: Honestly, that was fun though.
1: It's random, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Some it's some random shit. Fun, it's good. It's good RPG. to
1: mix it up every once in a while, yeah, yeah, and that's what a that not is. hot but spicy does. You know, I feel like that's that's one of the more tame, not hot but spicy episodes I've ever done. I tend to only read like the one-page, super fucking stupid ones with my brother. That's that's all. I remember a couple good ones with Tom <laughs> Bongredo and and uh, a bunch of baby ducks, but. I really, really only remember the short, fucking stupid-ass mm-hmm. ones I read with my brothers.
0: Well, I, honestly, I was kind of... I kind of knew that was kind of the, the jurisdiction of, of Not Hot But Spicy as well, and I kind of like things that are, like, super serious, and then just have... Like, if you're gonna, like, troll me, you know what I'm saying? Like, troll me good, you know what I'm saying? Like, just do mm-hmm. something stupid.
1: Which, which Not Hot But Spicy absolutely has in the past. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. some genuinely good... Troll ones like there's one in like the second or third time I read not hot, but spicy with my brothers where. Th- literally, the story was like, it's like we went up to a house in the middle of the <laughs> night and it was haunted and we were all gay.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's like, like just it's like and then we opened the door. And there was just a bag of dicks. Right. And like, oh, okay, right. All right, cool. And Good then we went home the
1: next day, and nothing significant happened because the house was gay. He's
0: <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you you only end up reading like a page, so the commitment is there, you know. But but you absolutely get rickrolled. Um, I remember there was also one in like the first episode where we literally just read the plot of a movie, you know, like someone someone uh, just thought they'd tell a story familiar. and then it finds out to be like literally the plot of like a nineteen seventies B movie. <laughs> like, like,
0: is that is that radio? Is that your fr- frequency? <laughs> Frequency <was, What>? right. <laughs> You're contacting your dad through a radio? What?
1: I um I had a lot of fun, Glitch. It was it was nice oh, to I see agree. you, nice actually... to reconnect. We were yeah, playing I some Phasmophobia before we before we hopped in. It was good to see those updates, good to play that for a little while.
0: Still a very bad slash good game.
1: I feel like <laughs> I feel like we definitely need to game more. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah, I'll right. I'll be in touch about that. It probably won't be recorded or anything, um, because I'm I'm too busy man, I'm recording so. other shit. But I'm still down to just game, you know.
0: I mean, either or, on or on or off, we gotta play some fucking labyrinthine. Oh, I a, did. A I did. Um, yeah, yeah. Fun
1: fact for all listeners: I did make a Twitch for oh. for lots of pasta. I'm pretty sure it's just under LP Captain Death. Um, I didn't. I didn't stockpile it like I didn't save it, but I've been playing void bastards.
0: Oh, it's a very interesting game.
1: And I I enjoy it for the most part. I I think I recorded once or twice um, of just like an hour and a half playthrough of void bastards each time. And I and I'm getting nowhere because I keep (laughs) making terrible decisions um so if anyone is interested in following me on twitch um i will be up there more uh i just have to figure out better things that i can stream on the computer as opposed to like editing and putting it on the youtube um that's something i'm still getting used to but something i'll probably follow up with with with, like you about (laughs)
0: yeah yeah. um do you have a certain day you stream or not
1: No, there's no schedule. I was just just bored. I was just bored the one day, and I I realized that I never actually set up the Twitch TV studio with my uh, OBS, and I I connected the two, and I decided as, like, a test the one day, I would just play, like, an hour of Void Bastards because they were giving it for free (laughs) on... um, on the one store um,
0: epic
1: or on epic yeah and um i have a lot of stuff on epic like i remember um mm. one of the first things i streamed on twitch was um sludge life which i got for free nice. on epic <laughs> which i highly recommend uh just as a little like ten dollar experience um sludge life is literally a vibe it's an attitude highly <laughs> recommend to anyone who's looking to have like just a fun little dope experience a a psychedelic experience if you will uh in video game format um but void bastards isn't too far behind because it's kind of emulating a old school like sci-fi comic book um and 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 it feels like you're playing like old doom old old duke nukem like yeah, fucking yeah, checks yeah. quest up in the house you know <laughs> um but it's but it's super entertaining and that's yeah, and that's that's the novelty of that now there isn't a story you're just kind of completing missions mm-hmm. going from yeah, place like, to place crew and stuff. uh yeah and you're and you're cataloging things mm-hmm. and that's about it um i don't think it's something i'm gonna like continue to play on that channel but it, i wouldn't be surprised if i just Pop on at other times. So if you have, uh, if you have a Twitch or if you like to watch Twitch, um, maybe give us a follow. You you might be surprised to get an email one day saying LP Captain Death is live, mm. um, with with something random like Phasmophobia with glitch, or mm. uh, or uh, Labyrinthine with with a bunch of people. Um, you know I'm I'm totally willing to put like anything up there that doesn't need. The scrutiny of my editing prowess for YouTube, um, so that's kind of how I feel about it.
0: And honestly, you can just like, because you have two devices, you could just sign into your stream and just save your video from Twitch, and just throw it, throw that shit up on YouTube. sad note.
1: Also true. So definitely something I can do. Um, anyway. Just be on the lookout for that shit, like I said, uh, like I mentioned already. Go check out our YouTubes. We we have Dead Space coming out for Halloween. Um, I know that there is uh some other stuff that's still on there, like like Glitch mentioned. I was playing through a way out with Deputy Dewey. Um, my first playthrough was Luigi's Mansion with Tenron Otrin. <laughs> yeah, I can um, smell
0: the breaking down the wraps over here.
1: And there are uh, a couple episodes of our first go through of Phasmophobia, in which Glitch is a, a guest on, uh, I believe the uh, the second and and even third episode, I believe. Yeah. Um, good times, man.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah! Like like you said, it really has been a fucking minute.
1: But i yeah. ap- I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the flexibility and the randomness that we've embodied in this week's episode. Um, no, I, <laughs> I hope you have some fun Halloween plans, man. You know, I'll be in touch as the season gets spookier. Maybe we'll yeah, do yeah, some yeah. more stuff together. Um I I wish you I wish you the best, my dude. Cheers. Say like, till next time. Till next time, my brother. Away till the days end.
0: land until we stand at the shore.